Welcome to Australian Basketball Coach. I'm your host, Anthony Corcoran. Welcome to Australian Basketball Coach. Today I've got with me Vern Roberto, head coach of the Sunshine Coast Phoenix up there in Maroochydore. So welcome, Vern. Hey, thank you. Thank you, Anthony. Great to have you on. Known each other for a few years now through basketball. And, you know, you're a guy who's always been able to help me out in, in terms of recruiting and that sort of thing. So it'd be great to have you on and, and talk a bit about your background and what you've got planned ahead for this year with your team. Okay, that sounds good. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, it should be good. So. I'm gonna. I was checking you out today, uh, looking at your background, and I noticed you're from South Carolina originally. Uh, yeah, and yeah, that, South Carolina. Yeah, and then next thing uh, you're up at Alaska. <laughs> well, I started like I'm my my uh, my father was in the Air Force, so we traveled quite a bit ah, right. to America. So that's how we that's how we ended up in. Um, he got stationed there. Yeah. So that's how I ended up there. Yeah. So uh, that's quite an experience. Yeah, yeah. What was it like uh, living up there? Like, I, I have no idea. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 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 cold. You know, it's cold. It snows. Um, but the good thing about it is that you know, well, there was a stretch where there was some really good basketball players coming through there. You got Trajan Langdon, a couple guys, um, Mario Chalmers, guys who made it through to the NBA. Yeah, they came through there. And the good thing about it is that you know the weather's cold there, so the inside sports like basketball, you know, kids tend to thrive on that a little bit more because you don't want to be out in the cold. You can be in the gym working on your game playing, you know? Yeah, yeah. So uh, good breeding ground for uh, kids to stay inside and stay warm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, nice. their game. <laughs> so I'm reading here when you're at, uh, was it, high, I, I don't know if this is high school or maybe at the University of Alaska, you were the uh, all-time yeah. leader in games played, 124 games won, yeah. 90. Yeah, you still yeah, got yeah, that University of Anchorage. Yeah, you still got that record. <laughs> that's, about, that's about it. That, that you know, I went to since we you know I got stationed there, my family, so that became you know part that, that actually became my home because I went to high school. I actually went to high school there. Yeah, and I went to college. I had you know I had some great years at college there. Um, you know, we made it to the Division Two Final Four. In oh, the nice. second, You know, one year I was there. You know, we had we had some really solid um, teams there. You know, through the time the era when I was playing coming through yeah so actually you know it's march so uh, what was that experience like going to final four would have been pretty unreal yeah yeah it's just like you know even it doesn't matter what level i know the division one level is that you know that it's, it's all a lot of hype but the division two level it's not as much hype but it's still you know a lot of good basketball being played yeah, you know, the same enthusiasm there from the players. You know, we everyone just trying to win, trying to get the national championship. That's a goal, lifetime achievement. Yeah. I mean, what do you recall from from that time about, you know, that, that journey in terms of, uh, I mean, everyone has a goal. Everyone wants to do that. But, like, thinking about back to it now, like, what got you guys there in terms of uh, your team and, and think, how, how you guys yeah, play? I, yeah, I still, I still, you know, I, I'm a true believer in that, that team chemistry because, you know, the year it, it was funny because the year before that we had two All Americans on our team and two guys who you know went into the draft and we you know we didn't, we didn't even make it through. I think we made it to the regionals and got knocked out. The next year we probably had less talent, 
So we had a really good group uh, mix of guys, man. We just everybody just loved, we was all like brothers, the whole team. So you yeah. know, I think I think that you know that that's the, that chemistry stuff is this is way more important <laughs> than when you're trying to get when you're trying to achieve goals like get you know, win a championship. Yeah, you know, like you say, it's just. Do you think it's just one of those things that just comes along every now and then, or is that something you can you can build no, every think, year? I think, I think it's yeah. I think it's, you can build on it. You know, you can you can start building that culture there, and then you know, young you know, at college level is a little it's, it's a lot easier probably because you know you you have your system set, um, and then you go out and recruit players that fit what you're trying to do. So you can you you know the culture is already there. Then you bring you can go find kids that fit that same culture and the same. You know, the, the same um, trying to get reach the same outcomes that you're trying to get to. So yeah, you know, it's yeah. a little bit different with um, you know, when you get into this level, uh, like NBL one and stuff, where you know, I think it, you know, you're looking to de- try to develop um, a core of your younger your younger kids. That that's the strength of the um, the team to do well. I think unless you got money to go out and just buy a you know a good team, but the most important thing I feel is trying to develop the younger guys. And you have you have a strong core of younger guys, local guys that that. They grew up together, get along, and then you can then you go out and find a couple of imports to, to fit in that mix. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and, and you're right. I mean, uh, I think Sunshine Coast have got a, a great history of bringing young guys up through the the junior ranks, and and some of those yeah. you know players still playing around today. Like I guess Izzy and Josh Twitter would be good examples. Yeah, um, yeah, those guys are you know those guys have been through. They've been around for a while, still going. You know, passing on what they learned to the younger generation coming through. Yeah, which is you know which is that's what it's, you know that's the main thing is that you get these older guys there who can pass on that knowledge and. The, and, you know, that culture you're trying to create, you know, pass on that competitiveness, all that good stuff. You know, those guys are good, um, good examples. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So a little bit more about your history. And then obviously uh, after after finishing college, you, you went on a bit of a professional career, Germany, Belgium, Malaysia, and then Australia. So yeah. what were some yeah, of the New more? I went, went to New oh, Zealand New Zealand too. too. New Zealand, yeah. yeah, New Zealand was the first was the first place, the first place I went. And that was before, you know, it's obviously come a long way now, that league. Yeah. That, uh, you know, the league that they have there. But I was there um you know, when I, I actually was right out of college, I went there, and I, All right. I it, was, it was interesting. That that was my first um, kind of my first being time being overseas. But I had a I had a young group. I had young Piero Cameron on my team. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 He was seventeen when 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 I got there. Young guy. But you know that that was an experience. You know, I, you know, it's it's funny because those things like that is where you, you you find you get friends. You know, lifelong friends. You know, yeah. I'm friends with Piero now. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, any any sort of memorable stops in that journey playing seven years? They're all. It's, it's all just. Uh, you know, I was just feel that I was blessed just to get the opportunity to to go to so many places. You know, just from basketball. You know, and, and get to meet a lot of different people, a lot of different cultures. So, you know, it, it was just the the whole journey of, of you know going through that. And I think that's um, you know that's that's helping me with. Um, you know, within my coaching stuff too, you know, that the journey I took then as a player and going to all meeting all these different cultures and, you know, coming here and living in Australia is just a, just a blessing. Yeah. So what, what brought you to Australia in the first place? Was it like a, a chance to play well, with someone? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Cause I went from, yeah, from New Zealand. I, um, I had, there was actually a connection in, um, in Alaska cause they had a, a couple uh, actually a, kid, a guy that I, that I played with, he actually went to New Zealand. So then he played in New Zealand. So then I, he, I was still in school, so once I graduated, he linked me up to go play there a year, and then I was—I could have went back there, but then I chose to come and play in um, 
you know, the lower leagues. I played in the Tasmanian League first in um, in Tasmania in the um, the North Coast area there. Oh yeah, played yep. in that league first, and then before jumping over to um, play for the Maroochydore Sea Eagles, which was what, what they were called back then. Yeah, so that would have been what mid two thousands, maybe. No, 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 early. I was ninety five, ninety six. All right, I okay. forgot. You forgot. I'm old. I'm, <laughs> I'm old, Anthony. You forgot that. I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to. I, I haven't been able to figure out your age yet, but I'm thinking you're about the same vintage as me. <laughs> so uh, you, you did a bit yes. of. Uh, so after your your um, playing career, you obviously stayed at around Brisbane and the Sunshine Coast. You. you uh, worked a bit with Joey Wright yeah. when he was head coach of the Bullets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah, yeah. I went to. Um, well, first off, I, I started just. Um, I got hurt. Like I tore. I tore. Um, well, Patella ten, ten and twice. I tore, tore it the first time when I was playing in um, Western Australia in that state league. All right. And then I came back here, and then like some years later, I tore it again. And I think that was that was kind of the um, the sign for me to you know <laughs> like you know get a little bit older then. <laughs> So I thought that was the time where I, you know, I made that transition into coaching because I, you know, we had some good group of kids here. You know, my my sons are starting to play to come through. So you know, I just I made that that trans after that second injury, I just made that transition right into coaching straight away, starting from under 12s all the way up, you know, all the juniors. So I, I did most of it, most of my coaching in the juniors, and then I think um, it was through that where I kind of met Joey, and that's when he kind of brought me in, kind of like a development coach type of role there. Yeah, you know it was it was great because that was you know I was lucky because I came in at a time when you know there were some good, really good players there. That's the time they won the championship too within that two years. So I was got a chance to experience that to see what that was like and being a being a part of a championship program. You know, yeah, away. Yeah. And what were the things that you saw there? Like uh, I, you know, I sort of think you know most co- most people who are coaching now see see things along the way, and as either a player or a coach, and you you, you just put a bit in your pocket on the way and, and take things with you. So any, yeah. anything that stood out for you about the way that team. Well, well for, for, for me, for me, what I, what I noticed was they had really, it was really good team chemistry. You know, you're talking about Sam McKinnon, CJ was there. Um, you had some, um, Mark Brackett, you had some strong leaders, some, some strong veteran guys there. Yeah. And every day at practice, you know, the scrimmages was like a, it was like a championship game, you know, the top five, it, it was just like that the whole year, you know, that, I, I definitely know that that was one of the reasons why they probably, you know, why the championship was won because it started from just from practice. It was like a championship game. Yeah, yeah. You know, from the, the starting five and the, and the second five. So, so that, I think that was a big, but I, you know, we and Joe used to talk a lot. And, you know, once I, the, my first year there, I was like, you know, you know, it, it wasn't, it, it was all, it was like juniors, but you just get, you know, you got, you're coaching men now. Actually, you got egos, you got a lot of other stuff to come in part. But, you know, Joe used to tell me that, you know, there's nothing changed in basketball. There's no, no one's created no new, nothing new. You know, it's just, it's, it's everything kind of being repeated. So you just gotta, you gotta, um, you know, pick what suits you yeah. and, and the team that you have and then, and then, you know, try to apply it. Yeah. Yeah. So noticed online, I saw you were, went back to South Carolina in 2008 over there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I did a year there. I went, um, um, it, it was that the second year, I think, I think that was that the year. I think that was that could have been the year that the bullets. Like I think that you know when the issues came in and they kind of left the league. Yeah, everybody maybe. left, and I took a year. I went, yeah, I went back there to try to get some experience, more experience coach, coaching. So I was lucky because Sean Page was the head coach at a, a program, a women's program that was probably like an hour away from all my family. All right. So 
at that point, I thought it was good because I had, you know, I had young, young family, young kids, um, you know, for us to maybe live over there for a while so they can get a chance to meet the other side of their culture, you know, other other family members. Yeah. So, you know, that was that was a great experience. Great experience. Yeah, so that was a Div 1 or Div 2 school or? D2, D2, Newberry College. Yeah. yeah. It, it was a women's program, so it was, it was, it was you know, it was a, for me it was, a, it was a change too. But, you know, it was good. It was, you know, every, every every bit thing that you can get, um, you learn every experience you get from coaching, it's going to, you know, can benefit you in the in the future. And I thought that that was, you know, one time where, where I actually learned a lot about coaching, about myself too as a coach. Yeah, yeah. So um, what made you come back to Australia after that? Oh man, just my family is putting pressure on me <laughs> because we, because you know, Newberry, when you, you know, when you start off coaching over there, you might, you might have to spend time, like you know, Newberry is a little small country town. Yeah. Um, you know, there's not much to do there, so it was, it was taking a toll on, on my kids and my family because you know they coming from the Sunshine Coast going to a place like that. It was, you know, it was, it was, it was hard. It was a hard transition, you know, moving from, from South Carolina from. Um, Australia to South Carolina is a is a that's a big it's a pretty large um, culture change too you know just the, the lifestyle in South Carolina is so much different you know if you go into L A or Miami somewhere different you know it's it's, it's going to be probably not too much different from here but South Carolina yeah. you going back <laughs> going back down south going way back <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they you know they were putting pressure on me yeah I remember coming home one day coming home days from work and. You know, you know one one of my young my Darnell crying saying, "Wait, why are you doing this to us? <laughs> <laughs> Putting us in this, coming to this little town." You know, but it was a good experience. You know what? I think they learned a lot being around the other side. You know, learning about themselves and about the. You yeah. know, that's the main thing for me was to get them over there and learn more about you know my side of the family and the culture over there, which you know I think we achieved that quite well. Yeah, nice. So anyway, you're back to Australia. You've been involved with Sunshine Coast, Phoenix for Elmeroot, I guess the, what was the, um, like you said. The, yeah, it was, it was Sunshine Coast Clippers and it was Richard Osego. So it went through a few, yeah. a few um, different changes at that, you know, the time when I was there. Yeah, over a period of time. And, and they've been there for a long time too, you know, like they're probably one of the yeah. original clubs in, in Queensland and yeah. certainly, uh, yeah, got that long list of players and the history of people that have been through. So let's talk a little bit about what, what you're going to do for this year, the 2020 NBL One North season. Right now, what does success look like for you, for you and for your guys? Hey, well, we, we have our bottom lines get to the get – the, um, Postseason, we want to try. We want to get to the playoffs. That's that's our bottom line. We missed out last year by um, you know a couple games where we we you know we actually had it in our hands to actually to do that, but we lost the two key you know a few key key games down the stretch that that kept us out of it. But this year is going to be a little bit different. I think we got a, um, we were able to get some of our local guys to come back, which we were talking about building that you know that local component, which we were able to get a few of those guys to come back. And you know we're just going to add on to it. We got a we got a nice little crew of um, junior guys coming up. Yeah, you know, coming up from the NBL and stuff. So you know it's going to be exciting. You know, and then jumping to the NBL one that even makes it more exciting. You know, the exposure that they that, that they're bringing to the players and clubs and and just it's just a big buzz going on. Going on yeah, hear about that. Yeah, yeah, and I think there is. Uh, I'm sort of trying to interview everyone, uh, all of the NBL One North coaches, and everyone's pretty excited about it. I guess one of the things too is like you know the, the branding and 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 how it <clears throat> lifts the profile for what was the QBL. But do you think it's going to get more people through the door with you guys at, at Sunshine Coast there? 
Yeah, well, well, we well, we hope so. That's the, that's the plan. But I think you know we're going to try to provide a um, a good brand of basketball too to help. Because um, you know even the past year, um, Richmond has always been a, a had a good fan base. You know the game, yeah, the yeah. stadium is not super huge, but you had we had a loud supporter crowd. You know, in the next, last few years, it's kind of it's kind of been okay. So we want to get back. You know, hopefully with NBL one, we can um, you know we can get it back. You know, get it back on you know rising rising up. Yeah, yeah. Well, you talked about the stadium there now, and like I agree with you. Like it's always been a um, interesting place to to play with that school bench that's halfway up the wall. But uh, <laughs> with the uh, extra indoor court, uh, that would have helped the association grow too, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, that, I think um, you know with the extra the two courts there. I mean, yeah. You know the numbers the numbers have grown. You know as far as kids and the interest of kids playing basketball, we got you got room to facilitate more people now with two courts. So you know. It's, you know that, and that, that's a win-win for the club, and a win-win for ba- you know, win for basketball also, so to get more kids participating, and um, you know that that helps with our rep pro, you know, our rep teams, and I think um, with the Phoenix, with the with the joining of the clubs together, you know, with Caloundra, Noosa, and Richard are coming together like that, I think that um, you know, is also a win-win for basketball and for yeah. all the clubs. Yeah, for sure. And I guess I'm I'm trying to, you know, create a bit of a story and a buzz here, but I want to ask you about the um the Phoenix and the Sunshine Coast rip. Is that a is that like a, a throwdown type situation like Melbourne United and the Phoenix down there or is it Well you know, well we we're two we're two clubs like located near each other, so there's a bit of rivalry there. Plus, you know, majority of the people who are at the rip, the players that rip or 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 in people are the people who were once a part of um, Richard or so, yeah. you know, it's always going to be emotion there and there's always going to be, you know, it's going to be a competitiveness when, they, when we play each other. And, and, you know, I think the games, I think that in the, in the past, you know, it, we, we've seen that because, you know, it's been really good crowds when, when, when the two clubs play each other. Yeah. Yeah. So who, who's got bragging rights at this point in time between you guys? Do you know? Or is it sort I of know. Pre- I know last, pretty even? I know last year we were, yeah, I think it's kind of even. I know last year we we split with them. Oh, okay. And I think the year be- I think the year before, I'm not sure. The year before they may. I think they. I think it was the same. They split with them the year before also. So it'd, oh, be, right. it'd be pretty tight. It'd be pretty close. Yeah, yeah. It sounds good. Sounds like uh, everyone should get along and have a look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's that, that's what. Um, that's what we plan, and it's usually really good basketball when we play each other. Because, like I said, it, it's a little bit more personal because you got friends playing against friends. You got yeah. um, you got fans that were once involved, you know, with, with friends, you know, with, with the other club, with each other's clubs. So it, it makes it makes it makes it fun, you know, yeah. makes it fun. Nice. And I wanted to ask you, so I know Jamal's playing for you guys this year, your son. You must yeah. be pretty excited getting him back from Rocky. Yeah, well, we're not with him and Nelson. You know, yeah. that, that, was one of the main, that was one of the main goals is that, you know, why, you know, it's hard to see your kids from your club playing in another club. But, you know, just, unfortunately, that's how it worked out last year. But this year, that you know, that, that they're the start. They're the start of what we're talking about of trying to build that, you know, get that that young core, you know, that core group of, of got kids here that, you know, that once were here. And then we got a few in college that will be coming back too. So, you know, that, that that's our whole kind of um, development thing that we're doing now. The kids that actually go to college, we, we, we got to make it appealing for them too when they come back that they still yeah. going to play for our club because, you know, there's going to, you know, with NBL one, there's a club, there's a lot of clubs now. There's a lot of, a lot of teams. So, you know, 
if they're doing all right in college, you know, they're going to be getting recruited by other teams too. So we got to try to create that um, pathway and ensure that once they finish college, they're looking to come back and represent the club that you know gave them that pathway. Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, I totally agree. I think Nelson's a great pickup for you guys, like a former Noosa junior, like a, probably yeah, the yeah, yeah um, one of the, one of the kids who who came out of that Noosa program and. Bit of time yeah. in Brisbane, bit of time up in Rocky, and now back back at home. So back home, yeah. Big, and and big, that, that 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 also helps. That also helps with you know that you know bringing people to the game. You get you yeah. got your own local guys who from there. You know they're gonna they got friends all around the coast. You know people are gonna want to come watch them play. You know, so long as we creating that um, that good environment, I think we get. You know that's part of helping get um, getting more get you know building our fan base. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, and I, I had a look at your uh, most recent signing, young Jaleel. He's coming back from Alaska as well. Yes. So uh, yeah. I, I know. So for the for the for the listeners out there, Jaleel played for me up in Toowoomba in. 2016 no 17 yeah. Um, yeah. but now, now he's back in Australia so t- tell you a little bit about the, the back story with that with uh, you, you and, um, and his and they, dad because that's yeah. a pretty good story yeah yeah. his dad, his dad um, you know I've known Jaleel since he was uh, about 7 years old you know he comes from a basketball family um, you know his dad was one of the like the legends his dad's a legend still a legend in, in, in the Anchorage area <laughs> really great player had you know close to making the nba didn't quite make it um you know he, he actually was kind of my mentor you know when i come up he was a guy that was helping me you know work on my game through the you know when i was younger so so you know we got a lot a lot of history there um you know he's been a little bit through a lot of adversity in his life you know he's still going still, still going strong still fighting um you know he's gonna be he's a good guy good kid and you know he'll be a good addition to what um you know the culture we're trying to build here yeah, yeah. So I know he's uh, been been continuing to work out since he since he left Toowoomba, uh, left Australia in, in two thousand and seventeen. Yeah, well, he, yeah. He, 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 I think he's done a lot of traveling. He went to he was in uh, he went to Europe for a while. Yeah. I know that he played had some stints in Mexico, had some a little bit of stints in the G League. You know, through that time, he had he had a he's had a quite a few um, NBA trials. You know, getting a few camps. I think he went to a camp in New Jersey with the New Jersey team and then I think he actually went to a camp and they invited him to in Philly. So he's been trying, you know, he's still trying to kind of trying to find himself and, and trying to crack in there and get, you know, just try to progress his basketball. So that, you know, that that's the type of people we want, people who are still hungry, trying to still trying to prove and try to get better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I mean, and I think that's probably one of the skills you've got is like recognizing talent and bringing people through. Because I wanted to ask you, like, I'm aware of a couple, but um, what other sort of players have you mm-hmm. been able to get over to Australia, you know, just over the years? Um, one of the ones you helped me out too was with uh, Chelsea Schwears, who's now playing down in yeah, NBL yeah. One South down there. I think it was Eltham uh, down in Victoria. Yeah. So uh, she had a pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. It, it... Yeah, she has. She's been playing. I've been kind of watching her her stats. She's been. She's had a pretty good career, huh? She travels yeah. into Europe. She's been back. She seems to come always come back to Australia. But she's a good player. Once again, you know those good people, good player, um, dedicated to to her career, to basketball, and you know, and to and to helping you know working with young kids. So yeah. you know that's that's a good combination for somebody for any club that, to want those type of people around. You know, a- any other players you? brought out like have you well it, 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 there's been there's been few but it's not like uh, like for me it's not like a, a job or something that i do you know i might yeah. just get a 
you know, with Jamil, it was different because I knew him. I know his family. But, you know, just I might know I know uh, quite a few uh, college coaches and stuff over there. So, you know, if they recommend a player and, and I look at them and have a look at them, then you know, I try to help them. You know, yeah. it's just, it's, just it's, it's trying to give him back. You know, someone helped me get, get started. So, you know, I feel that, you know, any opportunity I get um, – to help another young player coming through, I'm gonna, you know, I'm, I'm gonna try to help them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I think, you know, like I do get a couple of uh, players listen to the podcast, and they obviously interested in recruit, you know, how Australian coaches recruit and where do they get the information from and that sort of thing. So, yeah. what is it, you well, know, through, like like that you're looking at agents, when you, yeah. Well, through through agents, um, you know, it's just it's just like any league, you know. Hopefully, you you got to try to get when you can't see someone personally, you know, highlight. Films are, are hard because they highlight them. So you know, yeah. So you know, so you got to really rely on a lot of um, a lot of firsthand. If you can't firsthand knowledge, I mean, I, you know, the first year, like last year, was my first year kind of coaching the QBL and stuff. And I, I was just amazed at how many, you know, how many um, emails to get the players trying to get their career started from coming yeah. from America. You know, even up to now, you know, we're still getting emails every day. Yeah. So, you know, you know, and, and you know, you I look at those. I I have a look at the videos and stuff and you know, that's the way. But last year was just um it was a lot through, you know, it was easy cuz we knew I knew Eric already. I knew Eric from years. Yeah. So Eric so it, it was and the big guy we brought in anyway, it was you know, it was tricky, but I I actually saw him watched him play in a NCAA tournament when I was over there and you know, I thought he's solid, but I hadn't seen him for 3 years. So, it's still tricky, man. You just don't know what you so you don't know what those players have been through you through that um, time span, you know, if they're really working on their games or not. So sometimes you it's always going to be a little bit of a, ga- a gamble unless you got that first-hand knowledge. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and, and it's, sometimes it's just uh, you get a bit lucky and uh, everything works yeah. out. And I think I think a lot of coaches probably got stories of times when it <laughs> didn't quite work the way they thought it might or mm-hmm. maybe the person wasn't quite the right fit. But anyway, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's one of it's the tricky. things. But, but it's but, but, but you usually win if you can bring a good, you know, a high character person out there. Yeah. That, that, that you know, hard worker, then, you know, you, you usually that's still going to be a positive for you at your club. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, what's uh, what are you guys working on in the preseason? Do you trying to get a few preseason games in, or like, yeah, what's, yeah, we're what's... Gonna, we got we yeah we have one coming up. Um, uh, we're looking to play Toowoomba on the twenty first of this month. Yep. And then some down. Um, I'll be talking to Gold Coast. I think we'll have a game against them probably sometime after that. But um, you know, right now we're just grinding. We got our guys. We're we're you know all conditioning weights. We're doing the we got a um, an organization, a high performance organization up here that's working with the team right now through the preseason, and then and then we're doing on court stuff. Breaking um, right now with the point working on our defense because I think last year we we were kind of we kind of struggled on the defensive end a, a little bit last year, so I think that made that the main focus for this year to get that in, you know, defensive principles in early, and, and then try to build on that. Yeah, yeah. So what are the sort of things, I guess, if you're going to call them cornerstones of, of how that program will look for you this year? What, what are the things that you're going to uh, hang your hat on? Well, we're going to we're going to we're going to we're going to change up a lot defensively. Um, yep. I think we're going to look to be a more up tempo. I think last year we kind of sat back defensively and let just, you know, let teams get in rhythm a little bit more. This yeah. year, I think we're going to be a lot more. We're going to you know, we're going to be longer. We're going to be a lot more athletic than we were last year. And you know we're gonna we're gonna play a high you know high intensity type basketball. That's what we're looking to do, you know, defensively and offensively. 
Yeah, nice. Well, I'm sure it'll be pretty exciting. Are you seeing anything in the um, current NBL season? Obviously, we're into the finals now, but um, anything you saw that looked a bit interesting in terms of style of play or, you know, how coaches are using players and that sort of thing? Well, so you watch, you watch the, um, you know, the, the, the teams that made it to the finals, they've just been this consistency. And, and, you know, it goes back to that chemistry. You know, you're looking at the Perth Wildcats, you know, you look at that team, that, that's truly probably top level chemistry. All the guys are playing. It's like a selflessness out there. They're all playing for each other. Same with Sydney. Yeah. You know, that, 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 that's what we, you know, up here, that's what my goal is to try to get um, our players to buy into that selflessness where you play, you know, you play for each other. You know, you, you playing to win. You, everyone has the same common goal. And that's what, you know, that, that's, that's going to be our goal this year. Yeah, nice. Well, mate, I wish you all the best of luck with that because, uh, you know, you got the basketball brain to take the team where they need to go and got that, that sort of buy-in from the family as well <laughs> in terms of Jamal there. So uh, it sounds like uh, everything's in place and you guys, uh, have you got any, another import coming or just, just the one? Yeah, we got we got another guy coming. We haven't announced it yet. We got a big guy coming from, um, he's actually in Europe now, so he'll be probably joining us in the next two, three weeks or so. Okay, well, sounds good. Yeah, we, 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 we keep we keeping it under wraps right now. We, yeah, we, that's we, right. <laughs> Everyone's keeping secrets. I can tell you. I know you see. That. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. I mean, it all adds to the to the hype and the. Um, yeah, yeah, it does. No, huh? you don't know who what to expect. You don't know what we're doing. You know, we want to. We like that. We like being that under. You know, no one knows kind of what we what's going on here. They mm-hmm. you know count us out, start counting us out a bit, and then. That's right. Part of, that's part of the strategic plan, you know? Yeah, everyone's training, <laughs> training behind closed doors, keeping the door locked. <laughs> nice. Well, mate, yeah, like I said, all the best of luck. And we'll be yeah, obviously seeing you around the court, no doubt, and see how your team gets on. All right. Well, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me, Anthony. All right. Thanks, Vern. Talk to you again soon. All right. Okay. You take it easy. Okay, see ya. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. You can get in touch with me through my email at australianbasketballcoach at gmail.com. That's australianbasketballcoach, all one word, lowercase, at gmail.com. Also, follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter at OzBballCoach and also on Facebook with Australian Basketball Coach. So uh, looking forward to hearing from you and thanks again for listening. Mm